0: It is October 31st, and the calendar has flipped to 2019. When it comes to talking Yanks, we are onwards and upwards and moving forward only. And this is our first episode to start that process. We got Gardner news and we got free agents to talk about. Let's talk Yanks. Talk. Line steaming hot takes your Yankees news with these two findings. It's time for talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. What's up, everybody? Welcome back, talking Yanks. What a fun time. I'm excited. I got electricity going through me, but not really because I'd be dead, but I'm excited. Jake, how are you? Welcome. Here's Jake. Now Jake's going to talk. Good. Talking Yanks. We're going regular from here on out. Should we say that? Every Thursday and Monday from here on out until February comes around when we start doing our uh, player profile and preview and projections, whatever we call them. Yeah, let's do some housekeeping before we get into everything. This episode of Talking Yanks is brought to you by two, two very special, unique, and pleasant people. Emmy G. What do you think Emmy's short for? Emily? I don't know. Yeah, that's what I would guess too. Maybe Emeralda. And could just be Emmy. Could just be Emmy, like you, Jake. Or, and, and, Austin Rabillard. Robillard, Robillard. He's been hot on the Twitter lately. Shout out, Austin. Shout out, Austin. And Emmy, Emeralda, And Emmy. Those are Those are our most recent Patreon subscribers. It's $2 a month. You get early access, live access, video chat access. You get video access to every podcast Jake and I are on together, which is Laughs from the Past and Job and Jake Radio. And you get your name in the raffle for a jersey. We just had a contest last episode. Chris Bear won. And tomorrow is the 1st of November, so I will be choosing the winner of the October raffle. Two jerseys every month, but we can't write that on the fine print on Patreon because they're all like, oh, you can't do this. So we just say it here, but that's what happens if you join Patreon. You get all the access and all that stuff.
1: If they sign up in the next 24 hours, do they have a chance? Yes. Maybe. um, You have a chance. Sign up before noon tomorrow. You got a chance to win... One of two jerseys.
0: Ooh, 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 yeah. Um, and, and in the off season, we're going to get our voicemails back up, and I have something to confess and apologize for. We talked about this on our daily radio show, John Boy and Jake Radio. I had the voicemails up all season long, but the notification got turned off, and I didn't realize I did that. So I just thought no one was calling and doing it, and I was like, that's fine. We're doing the recaps and it all how it is. I checked it for the radio show. It was on. So to you guys who did call and leave voicemails over the course of last season, and I didn't use them on the show, I apologize. I felt really bad. I was really down and out about myself. But if you want to be part of the show in the future, and we're going to lean on voicemails. We want you guys to be involved in the show as much as we are. We want you to call in. Like Next episode, we're doing trades. So call in. Give us your trades. It's 908-845-845. Fifty-seven ninety-two. Did you come up with a numeric device to remember this, Jake?
1: No, I just wanted to remind all, and I'm speaking for the people, as I usually do. Just That's just a constant reminder you're a bad guy. Me? So, are you talking to yeah. me, or
0: are you talking to the people? Talking to you. I'm talking the bad you. guy.
1: Ignoring our voicemails. You're a bad guy.
0: I am a bad guy. I felt super bad. I didn't even listen to him. Say I the like... number one more time. Nine, zero.
1: Not this slow. Just say the number. <laughs> Nine,
0: zero, eight. 845 Chad Green 92 5792 at the end there. Gonna have to come up with some device to remember this number cuz just saying seven numbers sucks.
1: Yeah, that that took a lot out of me. But
0: can we talk free agents already? Yeah, but first we're going to talk about Brett Gardner because he was okay. a free agent. Actually was he ever actually a free agent? I guess he had no. to be. No? No. It's like an extension, right? Yes. Well, good job. Brett Gardner's back. If you haven't heard, he signed for 7.5 million dollars, a one-year contract. The option that the team had was for 12 million. So you save five million. Nope, there's an opt-out clause or whatever. He gets two million bonus for opting out, but the, that two million, since it was guaranteed, whether he took the option or not is guaranteed, that goes on last year's taxes. So only seven point five are on the books for two thousand nineteen. What was your immediate reaction, Jake? It was a little surprised because we kinda we kinda wrote
1: off Uncle Brett a little bit. It was we knew we, we knew his option wasn't gonna get picked up.
0: We knew that. I thought they were gonna re sign him for cheap.
1: Brett we knew Brett Gardner wasn't uh, what was it, twelve and a half million dollar player? We knew that. Uh, money money matters less this offseason because we got we stayed under the luxury tax, which no one cares about anymore because the Red Sox won. But, um, yeah, I got to say, I was a little surprised just with some of the Ellsbury details that have been leaking out, and there's still some Clint Fraser rumors. But, and I, I don't want to lead you into your first spiel of free agency, Jim, but this, I think a big thing that's going to going to be going into this year is no no bad starters <laughs> and that means field players and pitchers if you want to go into that yet you, you can or if you want to wait till later we can parlay it
0: no no I want to go into it now I mean if you've been on Twitter you saw all my tweets but a lot of people just listen to the show and, and don't follow Twitter religiously but um depth we we had so much depth last year we had six outfield starters right we had we had Brett, Hicks, Judge, Stanton, Clint, and Ellsberg. We had six outfield starters. It was the biggest story. Like, wow, so many outfield depths. And then in in the minor leagues, we had, you know, McKinney, Austin was or Tyler Austin was supposed to be able to go out there, um, and some other guys. And then they signed Jace Peterson and Robertson. Fifty-eight starts came outside of those six players that we thought were gonna clog up the outfield. It's just depth is so important, and we have less now. Even though we just signed Gardner back, we still have less. We have basically zero AAA depth in yeah, in AAA. Like, okay, um, these are the people that got starts in the outfield last year. Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stan, Aaron Hicks, Brett Gardner, Cutchin. we had to trade for him. Uh, Neil Walker, never played right field before. Never. Never played. Started 11 times in right field. Never played right field before. Tyler Wade started a game out there. Billy McKinney started two. Clint Frazier started a couple. Jace Peterson started two. Mm. Shane Robinson started 17. Yeah. So if you can't understand signing Brett Gardner to make sure the depth is there, then I don't even know what to tell you.
1: Yeah. Basically, they're no funny business this year. You're you're not going to be rolling Jace Peterson out for games. You're not. There's not going to be Shane Robinson. You can't uh, have that. You cannot have that. Brett Gardner and I. I think this will be a theme that we see later, and I'll I'll just get this out of there because it's a number I remember off the top of my head.
0: That's and impressive if any, for you.
1: If any of you are regular listeners, you know I have a bad brain. Yeah, but. Domingo Herman and Luis Sessa had 19 starts last year. Oh, come on, Jake. With uh,
0: it's a Halloween, man. Don't scare yeah. us that easily.
1: Yeah. So, and that just ties into the field players too. You can't. There's you can't take risk next season. We've been building up to this for three, four years. This is going to be the year. And I think when they sat down in that negotiating table, sat down in it, um, they said, "Brett, like you're you're going to get some run. You know how this works." Um but I you're not gonna be promised a spot. You're probably gonna be the fourth outfielder. Um if you wanna be here for that, we're down, but not at that price. And I think that's exactly what happened. So Uncle Brett is back. Um I don't I saw a couple beat reporters I respect saying that they think he's going to be that's a cheap cost for a starter I think it's going to be an expensive <laughs> cost for a bench player but no no uh, no, don't don't move on we'll, we'll no. see
0: how that plays out Jim I think this the people that are saying this locks up like, oh there goes Brett like just laughable this doesn't there goes Bryce this there goes Bryce because we signed Brett laughable but I wanted to respond to what you said I saw people saying we just paid him starting outfielder money right do you know how many starting outfielders right now that are veterans that aren't under cost control or team control arbitration numbers that are like you know veterans have to sign an, a contract how many do you think are out there that are everyday players that are making less than 10 million don't
1: fully understand the question but tell me big daddy
0: okay so there people are saying that gardner's getting 7.5 mil for one year right and they're saying that that is the amount you would pay an everyday outfielder
1: right I mean i I get where this is going <laughs> so
0: how do you know how many everyday outfielders no how would I know that you wouldn't but i was do you have a guess no one Adam Eaton is getting paid eight point four million dollars, and he got hurt last year, but he's the only everyday outfielder making less than ten million a year, so we did not sign Brett Gardner everyday outfielder money. It's less than that. Now, it may be an expensive bench player, but it's not everyday outfielder money.
1: The only everyday veteran outfielder making under 10 mil? I'm sorry, man. (laughs) It's it's like Judge makes under 10 mil. Yes, he's cost-controlled. Oh, so non-cost-controlled benched bench outfielders? Or starters.
0: There's no starting outfielders making over 10 mil? There's a ton. That's my point. We didn't pay Brett Gardner starting outfielder money. Oh,
1: not cost controlled. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of a, a weird delivery that threw me off a little bit. But uh, yeah. And it doesn't matter. This this is the year that
0: the money doesn't matter. I well, think that's the big point. A lot of people don't believe that. They're like, I'll believe it when I see it. And it's like, well, just wait and see it first before you get so angry about it. Because yeah. I, Let's see it. But yeah. So the other ones are Howie Kendrick and Jared Dyson are the only other people that the veteran outfielders, and they make four and three. So he's going to be the third lowest outfielder that's on not cost controlled contract. I'm just saying it's not like a crazy amount of money that he got paid.
1: Yeah. No, I, I fully agree with that. It was uh it was an angle, yeah.
0: Well well, because they're saying he's they're saying he's getting everyday money. He's not. There's no one close. Adam Eaton. That's the only guy that's close. All right. All right. So we like Like, what? Yeah. We like we like Brett Gardner coming back. I like that it was amicable. I think that if he went to free agent market, he would have got less than 7.5 mil from any other team. Like I don't think he would have hit that. But he's been around for 10 years. He's the longest tenured Yankee. You want him back. He has that, you know. Well, I think it was I think it I think the Yankees did a nice thing. It's not like the extra 2 mil that maybe they pushed for cuz I think he would probably get 4 or 5 on a, on the market for a 1 year deal like Neil Walker got last year. I think the Yankees paid a little more than any another team would have, but I think it's it's nice to give give that to Brett. He's earned it. Be nice to the guys that are came up through the system, grew up with you and have worked hard for 10 years.
1: Yeah, we're we're going to have a couple
0: I think we're going to have a couple signings like that. Let's, let's get in, man. Let's go. All right. We're going to go free agents. Here's what we're going to do. Today's show is all about free agents. Just We're going to go down the whole list, our thoughts on them. Do we, would we want them? Would, do we not want them? Do we see it as a possibility? Do we not see it as a possibility? Next show on Monday is going to be all trades, people that we think we should acquire by trade or can acquire by trade, and we want you guys to send in all your trade proposals on the voicemail. Skip back to go get that number because I don't have it in front of me. So free agents. First, we're gonna start with our free agents, then infielders, outfielders, pitchers. Our free agents, Jake. Right. Who do you want to start with? You 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 wrote up the list. You tell me. All right. First one. CC CeCe Sabathia. Want CeCe's him?
1: coming back. You want you think he's coming back? You think it's a lock? CeCe's coming back. He's two of the three that are a guardy situation. So it's guardy, CeCe. CeCe is coming back as our fifth and a half starter. Um, I personally think that him and Justice Sheffield share the fifth starter role this
0: year. Oh. Should I do my rookie spiel? You can. Because you just let it. I'm so done with rookies getting playing time right um we had our rookies and we have judge we have gary we have glaber we have andy hart we have severino we have chad green we have holder we have all these guys that we just in this little rebuild three years came up and am i missing anyone and now they're guys and maybe clint he can get some there's a guess, lot of young guys he can get some a lot of young guys and i'm so happy and i don't want them going anywhere Anduhar, i don't know if i said him I, I don't want to go – I, I want to win. Our holes right. need to be filled by proven players. I don't – I mean, if Sheffield is getting a ton of starts, he we, he better be doing well. Like I don't want to be like, well, he's going through his rookie season, so we have to bide our time, and these rough starts are going to happen. No, 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 no. I don't want that. I don't want to have to – if he's pitching on and off again like Domingo Harman. Or, you know, and, and he's much better than Domingo Herman, and he shouldn't be, but you get what I'm saying. If he's a coin flip, but we're dealing with rookie struggles, I'm out. I'm totally done with that. I liked it. It was fun for the last two and a half years. I want to win and I want guys who have proven they can do it. And we have a lot of young guys that came up that prove it. So I'm not out on those guys. I just don't like I I don't want to deal with growing pains anymore. I'm fucking over growing pains.
1: Yeah, I just I just think that Justice Sheffield, him and CeCe already have the relationship. Sheffield's a pretty decently touted prospect. Uh, both lefties, I think it's it's almost going to be a little bit of a changing of the guard. But I think you bring in CeCe, he's going to give you his 150 innings, his 3-5 ERA. And when he takes his two or three DL stints this year, Justice Sheffield is is the guy that picks up his slack. And maybe, maybe he's in the bullpen during that. Maybe he's in AAA making starts. But I I think he's they are your fifth starter combined, and once you see if Justice Sheffield can't hang and CC's not there, we also have Jordan Montgomery coming back mid year, so that's kind of your insurance for the insurance. That's so a, that's that's my fifth starter.
0: That's a young guy I left out. Uh, you sold me with that whole CC and Justice pun. You just sold you like me. Like that, babe. A I little did. Romantic. I did. It's the changing of the guard to the lefties. Yeah. Black lefties changing of the guard. That's that's super poetic yeah um i like it uh it i will say this if if we sign cc to be the fifth fifth and a half like you're saying yeah. the other two starters we bring in better be good we better go get two more guys that are top tier
1: you have to you you only have two starters coming back which i think segues us into the next guy jay hap jim
0: J.A. Happ. So I don't want to. I don't like doing shows where it's like, yes, need him back. My plan is he's back. I just like if they sign Hap, what's our reaction? Or do you want him? You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, I I
1: think I think it's a little bit of that. And I think it's also like your gut.
0: My gut and is I, I want Hap back. OK. And I wasn't. I remember when we traded for him, I I was kind of wrong. I didn't know Jerry had a broken hand at the time, but I thought we I wasn't ecstatic over the hap trade i didn't win in the playoffs but he was damn good down the stretch i'd i'd like Hap back just for that it, stability
1: i think it's insane that if hap had a even an okay start if he had a five innings pitch to earn run start in the playoffs, i think we'd be slamming on the table to get Hap back
0: what if we Which get I'd... Hap back and he's shaking again in the playoffs
1: yeah, I, that game's so tough to play, uh, the know, the playoff game. Because, I mean, we again, the Kershaw stuff is up in the air. But, like, you could play that with Clayton Kershaw, who's going to be one of the best pitchers of all time. Um, in my gut of guts, which I've got a decent one. You've seen it a little bit. Belly dancer. I don't think Hap's coming back. Um, I think he had a good run. I think it was a rental. I think... I I don't know, and this is where it becomes a weird thing where I don't think money's a huge factor. I think the Yankees are willing to shell it out. Uh, He just doesn't scream like he's a New York guy to me. You know what I'm saying? He did like it here, though. Yeah, and he pitched really well. Uh, Like, I wouldn't be, and this is where you kind of started out, I wouldn't be shocked if he's back, and I'd be happy if he's back. If he's not back, I think they would bring in someone else that would leave me satisfied um i don't know my my gut says he's not back but i easily could see it
0: i want to i i think i want him back okay lefty boring stable guy know what you're getting most starts like 90 percent of starts you know what you're getting a guy who can grind and a guy who we said can pitch we've seen him He, he pitched fine in in the yankee stadium he's pitched in the al east he's good against the red sox uh, I'm I'm in on signing Hat for one year, two year deal, two year deal. It's probably he, he's going to get a two year deal, most likely, right?
1: That's going to be the interesting thing to really see how this free agent market plays out because I think he's going to be 38. Um, so I he's going to want two years. It, his agent's going to want two years. It'll be interesting to see if playoff contending teams offer that, or if a lesser team offers two years, or. I wonder if the Yankees could throw one year and bigger money at him, if if that's their play. I think I think with Jay Happ, things are going to be a little more out of the Yankees' hands. Like if if the market plays in to so that, they can pay him big for one year. I think they're more likely to do it.
0: Yeah, I mean you keep it keep it off the books by the time it resets again. So the one and two year deals are the play for the Yankees, I think. But I think he's going to get two years.
1: Yeah, he was good enough to get two years. All right.
0: Next up, uh, the Yankees free agents that are leaving, Lance Lynn. He's the next starter. Uh, this is a quick, I don't want Lance Lynn back.
1: Yeah, it was it was fun for a little bit. Um, I mean, hey, if the Yankees wanted to bring him back as a bullpen slash six starter guy, you could see that. But there's going to be teams going into free agency. There's talking... Uh, talking Padres right now is saying Lance Lynn could be their three starter. So I just think there's going to be bigger opportunity for Lance outside of the Bronx. Don't
0: want Lance back. David Robertson. Now this is, you said two out of three guys in a situation. I'm guessing you meant Gardner, CeCe, and David Robertson, guys that were on the 0-9 Yankees. Bing. Bing, bang, boom.
1: Yeah, D-Rob, he, he pushed his agent away to... St- to start free agency, which at first I just thought was, like, old guy collecting his last paycheck. But I, I think that does tie into the Yankees, man. I, D-Rob loves the Yankees. He's open about that. He went to the White Sox. Like, life wasn't the same for him. And I just think him, CeCe, and Guardy are going to be three elder statesmen past-the-torch guys on this team. And I think what we just saw from the Red Sox bullpen, like D-Rob's D- a guy that would feed off that. Like, put me in in the fifth inning. Put me in the ninth inning. I will do whatever. Uh, and, yeah, I think he's going to come back on probably like a one-year, eight-mil type deal, something like that.
0: He wrote something in the Players' Tribune that kind of seemed like the opposite of what I thought as well, that he he would get rid of his agent. and It was like, I know what I can bring to teams. I know what I'm worth. And it felt a lot more like, I'm not going to get screwed just because I'm old and be a friendly deal. I know the value I bring. And and he knows this is his last contract that he's going to sign. So he doesn't want 10% going to the agent when he knows the game. But I hope he comes back. I want D-Rob back. I am a D-Rob lover. Sure, he'll give up the home run. It'll break your heart. Well, that's because he pitches in really good situations, tough situations. I love his curveball. It's my favorite curveball. I used to emulate it in the wiffle ball field, crush it, and he's he's becoming a little crafty veteran, like we said on our grades and reviews. I, I want D-Rob back, and I I mean, I really do. I'm I trying to think of other ways to explain it, but I just I, to go basic words, I really want D-Rob back.
1: Yeah, and I, I think it's going to make sense for basically every party involved. The Yankees probably offer one of the best contracts. He wants to be there. There's a chance to win. And I I just think that there's this Yankees group chat, the big team group chat. There's like the young guys, the Glaber, Anduhar, Gary, uh, Didi group chat. Judge is probably in there. Stanton worked his way in. They don't love it, but he's there. <laughs> and then and then there's there's like the CC Gardy D Rob group chat that's like <laughs> yo, what
0: Fortnite? What are they Do You want to go fishing? Yeah, let's go fishing. Yeah, let's go fishing. Take me fishing. Tanaka's in there, too.
1: Tank's in there, but yeah. strictly emojis. <laughs> Strict emojis. Uh, I, I guess we keep the bullpen thing going, and this should be another part for me that makes me believe Robertson is coming back, is Zach Britton, and I don't think he's coming back.
0: I think he's going to get big money somewhere.
1: He's going to get closer money, and he can and he should. Um, man, and I, I don't want to scare people like, I think Zach Britton's going to the Red Sox. Like, that's just what I see in my head right now.
0: All right, because they're losing Kimbrell and – do they lose anyone else? Joe Kelly.
1: Kimbrell, Kelly's a free agent. Um, I think there was one other guy out there. But, yeah, I mean, this guy's going to get paid when he's right, he's right, and it just – it feels like it's going to be this ALE story now. Like, Zach Britton's been on the Orioles, Yankees, Red Sox. Um, Would you be happy if the Yankees signed him? I would be. I'd be really interested in the contract because, again, like, I think this guy could get three years, 12, 13 mil a year, like big-time closer-reliever money. And if he comes to the Yankees, I don't see them offering either the years or that money. Um, I, I mean, they did like him a lot. They entrusted him with the closer role for a little bit there. Um, I, I just think he's out of town. I, again, I think it's opportunity meets the financial and other teams are going to be offering more money and more responsibility
0: when a Chapman was 29 he got five years 86 million do you think when let's see Wade Davis was he the last closer to get signed he got three years 52 million at uh, last year so how old's Andrew Miller He's, he's, he's like around that age right 29 30 something yeah I not, Miller, say, not Miller not uh, right Miller you know what I'm saying not Miller Britain, Britain
1: Britain. yeah I that Wade Davis contract I mean Wade Davis was good I, Britain had another world a year they both kind of had some weird injuries I think but uh yeah i I could see Britain getting three years and over 50 million per or not per total
0: <laughs> cool all right uh, I lost my spot. On here, but all right. So I think we're 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 out of the pitchers, Jim. Britain, I don't see him coming back. But obviously, I'd be happy if he came back because he's very good. And yet, there's still a chance. And hey, ev-
1: everyone's ruled it out. They're saying these Hal Steiner, Brunner, Yankees aren't the same. Like they could go eat full evil empire, bring those guys back, bring Hat back. Um, we'll see. If but, they
0: don't, it's bullshit. Like they they've never been cheap. Hal has some quotes out there that yeah. you don't need to win the World Series at 250 million, but. I think they, they'll I think they'll spent. This whole plan was I, yeah, put in th- place.
1: Yeah, they're I mean they're gonna bring some guys back, but I mean you can't bring everybody back and bring in your top ten free agents, you know. Nah. All um, right
0: uh, Andrew McCutcheon. Cutch. How would you go first on cutch? Uh, you want me to go first on cutch? Yeah. You want me to go first on cutch? I don't want cutch okay. back. I don't need him back. Whatever. Pass.
1: Yeah, I mean, unless they really fell in love with the OBP, and kind of he fell in love with New York, you could see something there, and maybe it really is like a mccutcheon Gardner split. But it just doesn't make sense anymore. Like, no, with Gardner back, it doesn't
0: make sense. And yeah, I, it
1: it seems like another rental. He it played. Was nice he, he nice never, to meet you.
0: He never played left field, so he's not like. It's, yeah, I. You're, he's he he's good at getting walks. And, again, if you're Andrew
1: McCutcheon, you, you showed the OBP, you're moving to the corner outfield, you're not hanging on to center anymore. If you're a corner outfielder that can play a little D and get on base at a high 300s clip, there's going to be a team out there that offers him probably three years and 12 mil or something like that, um, which I just think is out of his value range for the Yankees currently.
0: Yeah, and I'm not emotionally attached to him at all. Yeah. It's fun, and I really whatever. Well, I don't think he's fun. Yeah, he, don't. Yeah, no, no, no sense in saying that. Echeveria, Echeveria,
1: Echeveria,
0: Echeveria. Yeah. A danny, a danny. Uh bring a danny back on some real cheap dumb deal and get Torres out of here. I like it.
1: Yeah, I just, I don't think he's a guy that gets a cheap, done deal. Um, this is a guy that, I I said this when we got him and we talked about it a little bit. Um, a Danny Echeverria, if you look at the top 30 shortstops in this league, I think he probably comes in top 20-ish. Um, the guy can truly pick it. He uh he hit lefties at a really good clip last year. He's not a great hitter, but man, I'm telling you, you'd be surprised a two hundred fifty batting average, uh, shortstop that can pick it a little bit, that's a little valuable. His OBP, his OBS are pretty tough. I will say this, Jim. I think there is a good
0: chance he's coming back though. Okay, hold on though. Like Neil Walker last year got four million dollar deal from the Yankees.
1: Uh yes, so at the what, end of free agency and
0: all that. Yeah. So what do you, th- what do you think, Echeverria? And if compared to that, you think he's getting more than four? I don't. I think
1: we're. I think you're underestimating how good of a defensive player this guy is respected at shortstop. Like so, he's he's supposed to be like Gold Glove at shortstop. Okay.
0: He he got five point nine mil last year.
1: Right, and that was, was that free agency or just the end of his, I think that was the end of his, like, arbitration?
0: Uh, no, he signed a one-year 5.9 mil contract.
1: Okay, um, with Tampa. And again, a weird free agency last year. I just think, and again, I guess this ties in more to Adani Echeverria's personality. I think there's going to be a team out there that will offer him $6 million to be their
0: starting shortstop. Maybe offer him Two years, five mil. Well, maybe. Um, if that's happening, he's not going to the Yankees. The Yankees are only going to get him on like a one-year, four mil. Con. They're not going to pay a backup that much.
1: Well, he could start for a little while, Jim.
0: Yeah, it's true. Um, and,
1: it, and uh, you know, we're, we're going to end up where we end up, but I think what he brings defensively and then potentially utility-wise with how I think the Yankees are going to spend their money I think is a more reasonable option than people would probably think.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I don't, I don't think he's going to come back because you can you can, you can fill that hole for nothing. Backup spots, more or less. But the DD injury does play a factor into all of this. DD, do you love me? What about Neil Walker? Speaking of Disco Neil Walker,
1: I unfortunately, Jim, I think he's gone. Yeah. And I I think it's going to be a little bit – well, we'll see. The guys did enjoy him in the clubhouse. If you're Neil Walker, I think this year kind of free agency screwed you a little bit. You were walking around in spring training without a team like, what, am I not a quality baseball player? And then you're like, okay, the Yankees are offering me a little money and I can win a ring, like let's go. I think with what he showed defensively with his flexibility this year, second, third, right field, I think teams a team's gonna offer him a starting Ben Zobrist type role. What? And he probably gets a two year, seven million per year type contract or something like that.
0: What if they what do you think he upped his, his earnings? So you do. He got one mil Yeah. He got one year, four mil. You think he's gonna get more this year? What if what um, if the Yanks bring him back for, for five mil one year?
1: yeah I mean I'd be pleased with that i just I think what Neil saw last year what the Yankees saw when he was a regular starting player he was pretty solid he had a really good second half um I don't know i I think if if I'm a team that's seeing the trends in baseball with guys playing all over the field um switch hitting even though he can't really hit righty too good too good too good um, i I mean if I'm a mid market team and i can bring this guy on a two-year five-per-year type contract i think it's a no-brainer you can move him around second third right field if you're an al team a couple potential dh starts first base um i i think this is a guy you want on your team and you can offer him a super utility quote-unquote starting role
0: okay so to recap really quick yankees free agents guys that we think will be back Yes. My my list. Do you have the list in front of you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you want me to run down my list, and then you do yours. My list okay. that I think will be back: CC Sabathia, J A Hap, David Robertson.
1: Okay. I will. I would say CC Sabathia, David
0: Robertson, and then I'm gonna say Echeverria. Okay. And then my list of guys that yeah, I'd like them back. Yeah, I'd be happy to hear they're back: CC Hap, D Rob, Britton etch and walker <laughs> 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 uh, almost so almost all the guys i i won't touch no that. no lance lynn and mccutcheon i'd I w- i'd be like why Who okay, uh, cares? that's yeah
1: yeah i think uh, hap i wouldn't be surprised at all and i'd be happy britain i think i would be impressed with because i think it would be really the yankees flexing this bankroll and saying let's go
0: well also daycare is free yeah huge he really liked that. Huge. Let's move on to what everybody wants to talk about. The rest of the free agents. Pedro Alvarez. Yeah, he's on there. Um all right, so we're going to do infielders and outfielders first, but I told Jake that I think to start we just needed to have a whole Machado and Bryce discussion because there's so many opinions out there. And it's crazy. It's one of those things where like, whoa, how are there so many so many strong opinions?
1: How do you want to do this? You just, each of us take a turn on a platform or open concept
0: or what? Uh, gee, let's do, let's do the case for signing. Okay. For signing one of these, just these guys. Let's, let's put them in the same bag. These shoes. And then the case for not, uh, not signing. Okay. I'll let's, let's do Manny Machado. Manny
1: Machado. Uh, 26-year-old shortstop third base, gold glove third baseman, recently moved back to shortstop, traded to the Dodgers midseason from the Orioles. He's on a Hall of Fame pace. Uh, he's an amazing hitter from the right side of the plate. When he's locked in, it's pretty special. Um, and with Didi getting Tommy John surgery, there was already rumors we were going to get Machado, but it it almost feels like a dynamic situation this year where you could play Manny at shortstop, wait for Didi to come back, and you can figure out if Van can play third or not. Uh, then you could slide Machado over, you put Didi at short. And we, right now, we don't know if Didi's going to be back in May or August. Uh, so that leaves a lot of wiggle room. And the bigger thing going forward that was my case this year is after next year, Didi's supposed to get paid. So if you really love Manny Machado as the Yankees, whether, and if you love him as a shortstop... If you can pay Manny Machado thirty mil a year, and you were you're gonna end up having to pay Didi twenty five mil a year, you might for five million dollar difference, you might lean Manny. So there's an argument there. Or if they're just gonna pay the world and Andujar can't play third, you have Machado and Didi third base shortstop. That's a that's a powerful combo. Yeah.
0: And I want to break it back even further and and just say the reason to sign machado and harper is if you go look at the free agents right now go sort it by age you have none of them are in their tw- 20s they're all yeah. 30 steve pierce 36 nelson cruz 38 uh brantley 32 marcake is 35 reynolds 35 donaldson 33 you are never have guys about to hit the prime of their years their late 20s up for free agency and These are generational talents. So I'm seeing so many people, Jake, say, we don't need them. We don't need them. It's like, yeah, you may not need them in 2019, but if you want them in 2021, you'd need to sign them now. Yeah. Because this is the only chance you get to sign once in a generation talents like Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, guys like this. So. It's much bigger picture than do the 2019 Yankees need Bryce Harper? Where's he going to play? We have Gardner now. Like that's not the case.
1: Yeah, this is not only is it this year. This is like a five year plan.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I, which
1: Jimmy, I will because I've been saying this a lot this year. I think that's in the plus argument, but you can also put that in a negative argument. Not from the Brick Gardner stuff, but we owe Giancarlo Stanton a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Our young guys are going to have to get paid eventually. So definitely. But
0: that's the case against this right, is the case. Right, right, for. Right.
1: So I'm just I'm putting that plus and minus. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Like, but the plus
0: is if you want them, this is your chance to get them before they're locked up for seven years, 10 years. And,
1: and yeah, if you if you want me to segue, if we're putting them in the same boat, Bryce Harper, again, the same age. And if you don't know baseball free agency that well. You have to do a certain required years with a team. So for these guys, <laughs> they came up at age 20 and 19 to be free agents now. That's why you don't normally see free agents at that age. Um, Bryce Harper, the plus side is very obvious if you're following this team. Um, you could essentially slot him into left field. He is a lefty bat with extreme power and on-base percentage, which is, the you know, essentially the the future of baseball the current status of baseball i should say um and it would be really interesting you could put him at left field for a couple years then do you slide him to first base if you sign him for big money it seems like he has a skill set that could translate pretty well there um and he's just a crazy power hitter he's won an mvp award when he's right it's incredible
0: it's incredible home run derby champ jim (laughs) so is judge we'd have and so is stan we'd have three right yeah yeah. manny manny machado fantastic baseball player five tool player when he hustles and oh bryce boy. harper very good baseball player so that's the reason to sign them the people that act like there's no reason to sign them why would you sign them you don't need them or some guy just kept telling me yankees don't need to sign names it's like well they're names because they're once in generation talent and really really good at baseball yeah that's the big thing <laughs> he's like yeah but they don't need names they keep chasing names what are you talking about? You're just downplaying all the skill in the world because they're good. Just stop s- chasing names, Jim. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Stick to the rivers and the streams that you used to.
1: Mm.
0: Mm. Mm. All right. The reason against Manny Machado. Can I take this one? Please. Please. I did all the positive stuff. You can take all the negatives. <laughs> the reason not to sign Manny Machado is he's a crybaby punk bitch He's my least favorite player in the MLB when it comes to personality and antics. I have disliked Manny Machado for years and if he comes to the Yankees, I'm going to have to like him. I root for players in pinstripes. I'm going to have to like him. I think he is uh, I think he's had a bad attitude forever and he just got put in the World Series and you saw it. He, not only is he dirty, but he's also a crybaby. Go watch the clip when Donaldson tagged him out at third, and he threw his helmet and start, tried to fight him because he was mad that Donaldson tagged him too hard. And then the next game, threw his bat at the third baseman. The pitch was already in the catcher's glove, and he threw his bat at the third baseman after overswinging two times, hitting John Jay, not so that gross catcher that the A's had for a while in the head with his bat, knocked him out with a concussion, never apologized, never said, Oh sorry, sorry that you see every baseball player do. He did that to Kratz in the NLCS. He's kicking uh, uh, Aguilar, what's his name? Aguilar? Aguilar. Aguilar stepping on Pierce at the end of the game there. Dude's dirty. He like He's dirty and he's, he's, his attitude is as pathetic as his talent is amazing. So that's a, a reason. And you know what? Everyone's like, "Dude, they they he's so good. They're not thinking, they don't care about that stuff. They just want the talent." No. Well, he was doing in the World Series, teams are thinking because if you start doing that shit and then and then you're then your pitchers are retaliating by hitting you and then there's clubhouse tension like you just don't want that. And he has the worst haircuts in baseball.
1: The haircuts. I mean, that if we're pointing at anything, we should point at that. Um yeah, I I mean, a couple... You, you can point at that. The, the year before this last one, he didn't have that incredible of a season. He had... Well, he had 33 homers, but he had 310 OBP. Uh, his fielding at shortstop hasn't been as impressive as Manny Machado had let on. He had a negative defensive war with Baltimore. He ended up turning that around with the Dodgers, so you wonder if that was just being in a playoff race kind of thing. Um, and I... I, as I mentioned before, the other negative thing that I would put in this list is, hey, if we pay him 30 mil and we pay Stanton 30 mil and judge's contract comes up and Gary's contract, some of these young guys you love, another luxury tax is going to come up and they're going to be the victim. Think about Uh how much you love Deedee. That guy could be the victim. Um, So I, I guess that's. The downside of it is, is everything you said. I mean, that ties into the evil empire, which you could also say is a good thing or a bad thing, depending how you view the Yankees.
0: Um, no, no, evil empire is being really good and arrogant, not being dirty. Right. right, kind, right I don't. I don't like what people are like, well, "He fits. He's part of the evil empire." No, the evil empire has never been about being scumbags.
1: Yeah, it's uh, he'd he'd have uh, a <laughs> people would dislike him coming in. Yeah
0: um where then harper is more of a paul o'neill type we're like yeah he plays with the intensity and is a douchebag but harper knows he's a douchebag and embraces it and i don't think harper's ever been dirty him and papelbon got in a fight once and i know he got benched for not hustling once but i don't think that's ever been a problem since and he was young
1: yeah and he's he's normally a charlie hustle guy and let's he runs into walls I don't know if this is a let's be honest or how I want to phrase this, but uh, the Washington situation seemed a little ugly the past couple years. They were, they were supposed to be a dynasty. It never panned out. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you could, you could point a finger at Bryce to that. But, um, yeah, there's him and Papelbon in the dugout. Team kind of fell apart a little bit. When this guy is healthy and right, he's one of the top players in the game. He won an MVP award. He's a six-time All-Star at this point. Uh, he's won a couple, he's won a ah, silver slugger, excuse me. Uh, Jimmy, I'm, his his MVP year, 2015, 330 batting average, 460 OBP, 42 homers, a 1.109 OPS. Harper uh, this is? This is Harper. That was 2015. 2017, he had a good year. His numbers were around there, but he missed about 40 games. He still finished 12th in the MVP voting. Last year, he led the league in walks, 130 walks. Uh, a 393 obP 249 batting average if you remember he had a really slow first half um and this guy does have a little bit of an injury history so all the contract stuff i mentioned with machado plus the fact that this guy's been banged up and he's you know two good injuries away from i mean being injury prone prone um, and depending where those injuries could be uh, i i don't want to make ellsbury comparisons but you could be in a tight spot Um, And just circling back to his first half last year, uh, 214 batting average, 365 OBP, 23 home runs. But after the break, uh, 300 batting average, 434 434 on base percentage after the break. Um, And the other negative, I got to bring it up, his defense was actually pretty suspect last year. For a guy that came up with the ability to play center field, uh, some of his advanced stats in the corner outfield were pretty bad, so we we already have <laughs> two right fielders, so we'd basically be asking him to play left field, which is a bigger question mark than you would think coming into Bryce Harper's age 26 season.
0: So since we're grouping these two together, and then we'll go on to the rest of the free agents, do you think it's a lost offseason if the Yankees don't sign one of these guys?
1: No, but I think there would be like significant trades significant trades if they miss um, out on
0: both then they're making trades
1: yes um so when i say lost when you say lost off season if they so i'll say this if they didn't sign in if they didn't sign one of them or bring in a player near their ilk mhm then yes, I would say that. Um, I do think they walk away with at least one of these players, though.
0: Do you have a? Do you lean one over the other? You lean Harper, we're, right? We're doing it. It's just a guess. We're, I don't want to. We're diving in. I, no, I, we're just guessing because I don't want to be a prediction show.
1: I I think it's Bryce Harper. Um, I just think it makes too much sense, and in this era of OBP and homers. When you can go Judge, Harper, Stanton, never mind if you even fix Gary and those guys. But look what we just saw from the Red Sox going Mookie, Benny, Benny and J.D. Martinez. I mean, when you have those kind of guys being cohesive in a lineup, you can't get through it. Yeah, You literally can't. I mean, just people throw out video game numbers as kind of a casual phrase nowadays. I mean, look at what Judge does when he's healthy. Look at what Harper does when he's healthy. Look at when Stanton does when he's hot. <laughs> um, it's, it just has the ability to, to really be a modern-day murderer's row that our kids can go back and look at the, some of those box scores and say, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. um, and that's, that's just where I stand on it. And you can say the same thing about Manny, and he can be a talent on the left side of the infield, I guess something my heart hasn't fully give up on is Andujar being able to play defense. Um, I like Manny Machado as a third baseman. I don't love Manny Machado as a shortstop, to be completely honest, and I think he thinks he is a shortstop. Um, and I, you really shouldn't look at things as lefty and righty bats, especially with players of this caliber and when you're paying them that much money. Um but man, I'm kinda in on Didi. He's kind of a soul guy on this team, a lefty shortstop that can really pick it. I mean, that's dynamic. And you're a good offseason of defense away from Anduhar being a special player himself. Um and if he still if he can't field it, then you move him to first or DH or whatever you have to do with him. But I I just think I'm more in on Harper than Manny right now. That being said, I could so easily be wrong, and I like I wouldn't be mad with Manny, but you do have to put on almost a different Yankee hat.
0: Yeah, I really got to. All right, I'm rooting for Manny now. <laughs> yeah, like
1: like Twitter Twitter's gonna be it's and gonna it, be a war zone anyway. But man, if we get Machado, like
0: and and I understand like that's why I want to do the pros and the cons. Machado is a five tool player and very very good at baseball and will help this team. I just don't like his personality. I really don't. Really, really don't. I'll have to. Maybe he'll grow up. Doubt it. He yeah. said he can't change.
1: And and that being said, yeah, and some of these recent quotes are tough, but if they sign him, you you love it. He's a generational talent.
0: It'd be nice that he gets to clean up his haircuts.
1: And it it really could be a special thing if if he could play shortstop for half the season, Didi comes back. If you slide him over to third and then figure out the Anduhar stuff, I mean, you can really do some special dynamic stuff. So it's like obviously wouldn't be butthurt about it. I mean, is there any way they bring in both?
0: No. Right? No. Uh, I think they might try. That might go after both. Do you, I want to say this if you're like listening to this, like, man, these guys must not have read the reports that they're – out on them. it was like no those reports are not
1: i'm not i'm not talking about that those reports
0: are oh the day the off season starts you have this one writer has both of these out oh how convenient anyway we've run a little long and i think pitching is going to be a better conversation so do you have any you want to poach from infield and outfield of the others uh yeah i, you, I like that murphy like, put- donaldson reynolds moustakis beltray Lemehu pedro alvarez dozier kinsler Lonnie Chisenhall, Michael Brantley, Markakis, Cargo, Granderson, Melky Jones, Batista. Those are the options. Do you have anyone you want to poach?
1: Um, I will go with, uh, I I guess things that I'm more so out on. I'm out on Daniel Murphy. Um, and this is this is what I guess here's my message I want to give to the Yankee fans. If we sign Harper Machado, both one whatever it is, whichever one we sign after that offense is an afterthought yes we have an all-star lineup so they're going to bring in defensive guys michael brantley is an interesting one he's a lefty he's played all over the outfield um he's had some injury history uh the one i'm not seeing on your list marwin Gonzalez oh, yeah, um yeah, yeah. i he he's a really interesting piece lefty can play left field first base some other positions um, and someone I don't want to rule out just cause I think it's really interesting. If he has a Neil Walker role in him, he had a tough postseason. Brian Dozier really interests me. If he can play a little third base, um, man, you move Glaber to short for the season and you have a potential 40 home run guy who's kind of winding down his career.
0: I think he's a name to watch out for, um, Marwin Gonzalez really had like a his 2017 is kind of an anomaly in all in the rest of his career. He he received MVP votes two years ago, didn't he? Am I a, remembering that he wrong? He placed nineteenth in 2017. Um, and I just think he
1: fits the lefty profile. He fits. Um, he can play a few positions. He can. He could really be a versatile role. Um, I just think again with myself thinking they're going Harper, I don't think. You know that guy. That guy can go get a starting job for a lot of teams. He started for Houston, um, you know, who's been a great team the past couple of years. So I don't see him taking a utility benchish role. Um, if they went Machado, I think I'd have him circled as my next guy to go to the Yanks. Uh, I think um, he's going to be
0: looking for the most money because this is going to be his one chance to cash in. I don't think the Yanks are going to be the team that's going to offer Marvin Gonzalez the most money. I think another team's going to make him a highlight of their offseason where the Yankees right. he'd be a extra
1: and again closing my positional stuff up altogether. I I like the idea of bringing in a Danny you tell him he has the shortstop job for half the season and he potentially moves over to third if Andujar can't pick it um and that way you keep Glaber at second and you make that his position unless and this is something we haven't mentioned what if the Yankees think Glaber Torres is their shortstop
0: of the future yeah I don't know uh, you know, we'll
1: I mean that just opens up a whole can of worms. But well, well, that's
0: while we're uh, on Marvin Gonzalez, I just need to read this to you. Sure. In 2018, he played 73 games at left field, 39 at shortstop, 32 at second, 24 at first, three at third base, two at center field, one at right field, and one at DH.
1: I mean the the dude's gonna get a contract. He played at every you're, position. You're you're two besides years pitcher and catcher. You're two years removed from being the 19th most valuable player in the com- in the division, conference. I almost said, um, and you meant league, and I meant league, and I went division, and I knew that was wrong too. Um, but yeah, this this guy's a lefty, a lefty stick that can play all over the field. Or isn't he? Is he switch? I mean, ho- my my dude's getting a starting job next year. Yeah, so if the Yankees if the Yankees miss on Harper, I think he's my guy in left field. Any, any of the any other names jump out to you, Jimmy? Marcake uh, No. Bring Melky <laughs>
0: back just because I like reunion. him. Melky reunion? Yeah, just a Melky <laughs> reunion just because I like him. Just have him hang uh, out. Then you eventually get Cano back. You redo the whole thing. Now let's move on to pitchers. Yeah. Lonnie Chisenhall, I think he's going to get money, and I, didn't, I haven't heard anyone say his name ever.
1: Yeah, I don't think he is. Lemayhew's a really interesting name. Uh, we'll see.
0: You don't think Lonnie Chisenhall is going to get money? I, was looking I at. Think I think so. I was looking at his contract. 20, 29 years old, 394 OBP last year, 360 the year before, 321 average last year, 288 the year before, uh, eight OPS in the last two years, has, hasn't broken I, 30.
1: I think he's got a bad injury history, man.
0: He could, but yeah, so the injury history might hurt him. His numbers are much better than I thought.
1: Yeah, for, good for
0: you, Lon. Good for you, Lonnie. Pitchers, 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 pitchers everywhere. Start.
1: Pitchers, pitchers, get your pitchers, here.
0: Are you saying Corbin?
1: I'm just going to get this out of the way. All in on Corbin. All in he's on got, Corbin. He's got a good Yankee quote out there. Well, he he's grew young. up a Yankee fan. He, he's had a couple good seasons. He grew up a Yankee fan. You just You pay him the 25 mil for five years or whatever it has to be, and it's just done. He's your number two starter heading into the season. That's it for me. That's well, all I got. Who's your number one? Sevi. You 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 have to hope he's got it figured it out. Otherwise, you, I mean, if Sevi's not your one going into next year, you need to just well. Like, everything and, we
0: just said is useless? Can Tanaka and Corbin be tied for number two then at least?
1: Yeah, I, they're tied for two. I'm just going righty, lefty, righty. So oh, my, okay, okay. My that's my, fair. my first three next year are Sevi, Corbin, Tanaka.
0: Knocker Corbin has a 3.15 era last year in 33 starts year before that 4.03 not the best not the worst but he's the best option on the market and the yankees need a lefty and they should go get corbin makes too much sense
1: yeah from clay new york went to high school at Cicero, new york north syracuse shout out um he's two-time all-star he uh yeah, I I think he had an injury. His third year, his age twenty five year, and his um his stats were bad. Kind of bouncing back after that, but uh, yeah, he's he's been good. I I think he's a guy that he worked on some of the analytical stuff. He he knows he improved his strikeout rate. Man, two hundred innings pitched, he had two hundred forty six strikeouts. I think spin rate, one of my favorite stats, or or maybe it's the movement thing. But I think he's supposed to have. One of, if not the best sliders in baseball.
0: One of, if not the best sliders in baseball. That sounds nice to me.
1: And it's, it's a lefty. It's at the stadium. He's going to be 29. You lock him up for when he's 29 through 35 or whatever it is. And, you know, the last two years may not be as pretty as the first couple, but you, you go get this guy. All right. Do any other names shout at you? Keichel? You in on Keichel? Is it weird that there's nothing about me that says we're not getting Corbin? Do I need to be talked down?
0: I guess so, because you can always not get people. I just if if we don't get him,
1: I there better be big trades or Kershaw becomes a free agent. Whatever. Uh, Keuchel, I'm out on Keuchel.
0: Why? Tell me why.
1: Um, a little bit history. Um, just what we've seen from him. His stuff has diminished a little bit. I that being said, the guy. I think the guy can pitch. And he's going to have a little bit of a CC. Like, he's not a guy that's going to fade into oblivion. He's just going to become a craftier pitcher. Um, I just don't see him in pinstripes. He's got the facial hair. He And his best years aren't ahead of them, which they could potentially be with Corbin. I'm out on Keichel. I'm hap over Keichel. Um, I'm trying to think who else I would beat over, uh, over Keichel. If Kershaw's available... But yeah, I'm I'm pretty out on Keiko What about James Shields? Big game, James. Big game, James. Uh, I'm out on him. He would he would be our like in my head. He would be our
0: <laughs> seventh starter. Dude's got a lot of years on him. Thirty six <laughs> years old. He's been in the league for thirteen years. Uh, and he hasn't had under four five ERA in three seasons. He hasn't had under four two five in. No, that's wrong. But he hasn't he had a four, five, three, whatever. James Shields. He's yeah.
1: not he's not James Shields anymore. He's he's a guy that throws you innings.
0: All right, what about Gio Gonzalez? Got Gio's traded in- to Brewers last year.
1: Gio's an interesting guy, and I yeah. Lefty he's, ha- he's he's got some interesting stats. I remember reading a great article on him earlier this year. Um About him and the Nationals embracing analytics Because I guess he's got a little bit of CC factor in him That he gives up a ton of ground balls And like when he When they played certain guys defensively Like his ERA (laughs) Was like dropped into the twos or something uh, He's got an old school curveball You like that He's had some really good MLB years It seems like a Larry Rothschild type guy Got Cy Young
0: votes Last year, two thousand seventeen, he got Cy Young votes.
1: Yeah, he had a, he finished with a two nine six ERA for the Nats. Age thirty one, he's going to be thirty three next year. Um, I think there's a chance. I I think so. Basically, what what I've revealed to the people, Jimmy, is that right now I've got Seve one, Corbin two, Tanaka three. My five spot is CC and Justice Sheffield juggling it. My four spot is open. If a Geo or a Hap lands there. I'm open to it. I think I'm leaving that spot open for what would be our next episode, but a potential trade.
0: Oh, Preview. You like that? Preview. 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 Show us your meat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, shit. I try- <laughs> Do you have any thoughts on Geo? <laughs> no. Uh, it was interesting because Geo's he's shown like he, he was still a pitcher getting traded for last year, and then he did pretty good for the Brewers. I think he had two ERA in the last stretch. He's a lefty he's a veteran like I said, I don't want the young I don't want rookies eating up innings like Domingo Hermann anymore so I, I I wouldn't be shocked if there somehow a Geo signing got snuck in but I, I, but I I don't think it's a priority I think it's a fallback. Uh, I just typed Charlie Morton into baseball reference and I got I got onto Charlie Morton's page from 1882. So That's do you good. want? So do you want to hear about the outfielder and third baseman and second baseman um, from 1882, Charlie I know Morton?
1: I do, but I just don't think it fits right now. <laughs> I think I think we're already running <laughs> running pretty good. We're I think we're over an hour.
0: <laughs> Zero home runs. Okay, fine. Ask me well, about. Let's,
1: can Can I put two guys in the same bucket? Because I think it's essentially the same story. Who, Evaldi and Morton. Evaldi's actually low-key, like, five years younger, which is surprising. Um, but these guys both kind of had resurrected arms and resurrected careers. For some reason, man, I'm out on both of those guys.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely out on Evaldi, even though I know he just looked fantastic. And uh, George Girardi had the nicest things to say about him about Evaldi he said he's the best teammate, hardest working guy everyone thought would fight for Evaldi. And Evaldi had phenomenal things to say about Larry Rothschild, who would be back again as pitching coach next year. But it just feels like... It just seems too good to be true. Yeah, <laughs> there's no way. It's um it's like a Javier Vasquez situation where like you trade back for him, like, oh, it's going to be good this time. It's like, nope. Yeah. He succeeded with the Red Sox. He comes back. He's bad. He's like, get this fucker out of here.
1: And again, I keep throwing mid-market teams under the bus, but like... Call me crazy, call me maybe. If I'm a mid-market team, you can pay this guy number two, three starter money, and there's a chance you get Nathan Ivaldi as an ace, and there's a chance you get fifth starter kind of weirdo Ivaldi. So I, I think that's a better chance for another team than the Yankees need to take, I guess.
0: Do you Do you get Charlie Morton just so we can tell you all your pine tar secrets?
1: You maybe you bring in Morton, you get some Houston secrets. Uh, hey, same thing goes for Evaldi there. You
0: bring Morton in and Evaldi in spring training. Have Morton teach Evaldi the pine tar stuff because if there's anyone that can benefit, maybe that's what happened. Evaldi came back, benefited from the pine tar.
1: Yeah, Price had it. Um, yeah, we'll see. Morton's numbers are crazy last year. He went 15 and three with the 3.13 ERA. Um, I, if you're Houston, I think you just have to bring that back. I feel like that has to be a mutual relationship. But um, I guess he's a guy I wouldn't be mad if the Yankees signed, but it's a guy I'd be more worried about. You'd think that's just not replicable. What about
0: what about a one-year, $1 million contract Bartolo Colon?
1: <laughs> you, you know I would support that.
0: Throw him in the bullpen, make everyone laugh. Basically make him a pitching coach who plays some days. What's he gonna teach? This is my fastball, and this is my other fastball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you show me your curveball, Bart? No, don't have one. You no. ever seen
1: anyone fit a baseball in their mouth?
0: <laughs> How about two?
1: Why <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop there? All right, I I think we got it. The only other name we haven't mentioned was Matt Harvey. You and I are both totally out on that. Um, stinky.
0: Poopy. Yeah. If you want to bring, if you if you are if you Want cancer? <laughs> Ooh,
1: uh, relievers, quick again, because I I think this this ties into. all right. Cody a lot Allen. We talk no, about.
0: Cody Cody Allen. No, Craig Kimbrel. No. no, money, no. money. Kelvin Herrera. No, money. Andrew Miller. Maybe if like his his stock has dropped so much because of the injuries, and you can kind of get him for cheaper than his talent would cost, maybe. Uh Joaquim Soria? No, David Phelps, the king of Moxie coming off Tommy John? <laughs> no. But is the king of Moxie.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I think Andrew Miller, Andrew Miller and Herrera, I think you could put uh, maybe's around. I I think you're more likely to see uh whether it's a sunny gray trade or something like that. I I think we end up seeing a bullpen arm come over. Um and it depends how the Robertson uh Britain stuff plays out too. But uh yeah. Uh, and Andrew Miller's the wild card there cuz we we love Andrew Miller. Um and if he's right, I mean he's dynamic, the best lefty reliever in the game? Well, the uh the guy in Milwaukee this year kind of took that.
0: Hater. Hater. Barely know her. Or Aldus Chapman ain't bad either. Punk. He he good. What about uh my dude that I already forgot his name? Tarpley Tarpley, you yeah boy. <laughs> All right, so that ends the free agent talk. Tweet at us, email us, let us know what we forgot. Let us know what you think we got totally wrong. Let us know what you agree with. The voicemail line is open for Monday's episode, which we're going to record on Sunday night. So you need to get your trade calls, voicemails in 908 845 Fifty-seven ninety-two, and if you've taken that phone number and you've put it in your phone or you've written it down, come up with a better way to remember it and say it for me. You know how you can make like one eight hundred pool. Do that because I just the numbers are so hard to remember. It's impossible. Thank you very much for listening. We're happy to be back with you guys twice a week. We hope that you are happy to be back with us. If you want to support leave a review a rating jake and i will be at the winter meetings in december i had a tour guide once who talked like this the entire tour i said stop talk normal please stop please stop sir and this tour sucks it was the winchester mystery house weird place all right that's the end of this show thank you very much trades next monday mondays and thursdays until february um uh, it's gonna be fun, lot to do this off season. Jake, any last words? No, sir. Well, go Yanks. Then go Yanks, go Yanks, go Yanks. Tell them, Grandma.
1: Go Yankees.